welcome to today's podcast. My name is Nayanji from Longevity, and today we have Richard Hallmark. He is a project runway designer um, here based in California. So Richard, what's up? What's going on? Good morning, Nayanji. Thank you for having me today. It's such a pleasure. <laughs> I'm sure that um, there's a lot that you've been having to adapt to in the fashion industry as well. I was just having a conversation with a few colleagues of mine, and we were talking about the business and um, even for myself, you know, I didn't get to show this season at New York Fashion Week in September um, due to what's going on, but it forced me to think out of the box and do things other than I would normally do mm -hmm. and um, make me more creative. You know, that's what I am, a creative person. So I'm doing that on my end. Have you been trying um, like some new styles that maybe you didn't have time to really like dwell on before? Absolutely. Um, all that. I am actually more of a in-person designer where I sell my stuff brick and mortar. I rely on like a lot of travel and appearances and doing things to promote my brand. And since everything hit, you know, we haven't been able to do that. I've been switching everything over now more toward selling online and basically reinventing my business, not my brand, but my business more or less working, what's not working. I'm learning. I'm learning as everybody else is, right? This whole thing is educational for me, which I love. I mean, I don't hate it, but I'm not like, I love it, but <laughs> it's forcing me to love it. It's forcing me to love it. <laughs> Do you have any advice for other designers and how they should be spending their time? You know, everybody has a different road or a different path that they're going to take with their business. I've seen so many different companies do different things that works for them. Normally I would be showing spring, summer, 2021. I'm actually showing current season, fall, winter, 2020. I want to create more like a lookbook so that when people come to purchase the collection, it's actually ready. It's ready to ship merchandise, ready to go catalog. Don't you take me back to the point to where you knew that this was your calling, like what steps did you take back then? How did you get started in the industry? All that. Always liked fashion, like since birth, you know, I've always been into fashion and having collages um, with old magazines my mom would buy at home on pieces of back of like boxes. I'd cut them open and use that as the cardboard and put pictures and letters and all this stuff and make these really ornate um, storyboards. Little did I know I was actually creating mood boards for collections. <laughs> you know, I did my first show here in Sacramento. Um, it was really good. And I did it at a um, little art gallery called the Brick House Art Gallery. It was packed. And I remember I had this um, little tiny runway and, and put them all together. And I just assembled this army that was going to present my new collection. God, I look back on it now and it, was, it seems like it was just yesterday, but look back on that, I was so proud of that moment because I remember when I came out to bow, I remember I seen people outside through these windows and I wanted to give them that thanks. So I thanked them first out there. I pointed to all of them and I bowed and said, thank you. And then um, I remember that very clearly. Through that show, there was a scout from a fashion show that was really big at the time in San Francisco. It was a San Francisco Fashion Week show that they had done. I got um, quite a bit of press from that. And then that got me rolling full steam ahead, you know, with, I was producing my own shows. Fast forward to that, Project Runway was casting and I auditioned. Next thing you know, I get this message where the, I was invited to uh, one of their private callbacks and um, it was incredible. I auditioned two weeks had passed past the callback date and I didn't hear from it. 
And I was devastated because I was like, oh no, I didn't make it again because I had tried a few other times as well. And then I get a private caller on my phone production and they had called and told me that um, I didn't make season 10. They were so sorry, but they wanted to call me in person and my heart sank because I was like, oh goodness, I thought they were going to tell me I made it. And then all of a sudden they said, but congratulations, you made season 11. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. I had an incredible experience filmed, came home. I just started launching my brand full full steam ahead. You know, like I see people on the street, people will recognize me from the show or tell me I was funny on the show or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you don't realize the magnitude or the impact you have on people's lives when you're in their homes every Thursday night. But it was just such an incredible journey I'm forever thankful for. And that, because that allowed me to create the platform I needed to really catapult myself into what I needed to do as a designer. Through your Project Runway journey, where were you able to travel to and who were you able to work with through that? You know, so after the show, you know, you get a lot of opportunities to travel and do things and ask to be a part of different events. Traveled a little bit, but never like until recently. Texas, I've been to Albuquerque, New Mexico, or Santa Fe, New, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Vegas, Nevada, Reno, Nevada, Indianapolis, New York. I went to, I've been to Chicago, Louisiana. Um, I love Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, It's so beautiful there. And um, yeah, I've just had really incredible opportunities to be a part of um, events and to travel and see our our nation. The day that I got eliminated off the show, at the very end was my birthday, August 11th. I remember it so clearly. And I was so devastated because I was just like, oh my God, this is my birthday and I get chopped on my birthday. (laughs) The next episode right after, I got chosen to um, be Stanley's assistant. And we were headed toward um, London, England. And it all happened within like 24 hours. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to London. And um, we had an incredible time as well. And got to see like the um, parliament and so many other landmarks and statues that you would see in historical books and and on television. And to see them finally in person, you're just blown away. You know, I'm really, really thankful, like like I said, and humbled to be able to do that. Do you still keep in contact with some of the people at Project Runway? You know, almost all the cast members, we still talk. We all still run across each other, either through social media or we call each other and just to, you know, catch up. Those kind of moments that you create that they'll always be with you. There's a bond there that, you know, you carry with you. Where was your favorite place that you've traveled to so far? My favorite place? Oh, I really like Shreveport, Louisiana. It was just beautiful. The food was incredible. And um, it was just, it was a beautiful town. Santa Fe, New Mexico was very dear to my heart. (laughs) It reminds me of Napa, but instead of wine, it's all about art there. It's just a beautiful, beautiful city. I look forward to going there um, in the summertime. I go every summer. Just see a lot of my friends that I've met out there and hang out with them. And it's just beautiful. But once again, created opportunities and um, through my business. And I'm so thankful to be able to travel and be able to do that. And who were some of the other designers that you've had the opportunity to work with over the years? Well, you know, for a while I was designing, um, I was designing for um, various members of Prince's band from the New Power Generation, like Liv Warfield, Elisa Fiorillo, Shelby, Shelby J, um, Ida Nielsen, as well as um, Rhonda Smith. Um, I actually did the cover 
um, for Rhonda's, I think it was her first or second album. I did the apparel for that. Many of his artists, you know, I've worked with, um, I made this really beautiful shirt for Sheila E. And she's like, oh, I'm going to wear it. Make me something. So I made her something. And then I gave it to her the next day when we were doing the um, Welcome to America shows. I met Taja Savelle and Jill Jones, who's one of my dear friends. But, and it was so funny because when she came out immediately, I just felt like I've, I knew her all my life. And we talk almost every day. She'll call me or I'll call her. And we'll be like, girl, did you see that? You know, we'll just start talking about stuff or shows or movies or music or, you know, we always have really in-depth conversations. But she's like my sister. She's very close to me now. I've had such great opportunities to be able to roll with that. Um, I was, I started off as a huge fan of hers. And when I finished Project Runway, actually, um, I did a um, homecoming show here in town. They said, oh, if you want to bring out a host or a celebrity performer or somebody, let us know who you want to bring. And of course, I was like Jill Jones. Yeah, and I work with Naima a lot as well. Um, Naima Mora, she was um, Cycle 4 winner of America's Next Top Model. Um, very, very close friend of mine. Um, you know, we, she does a lot of my shows in New York and mm -hmm. we've done a lot of shows traveling together as well. A wonderful individual to work with. Yes, she's so full of energy. I love it. She is. That's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's great opportunities to work with so many people. I'm thankful for all of them. Were there any times that you felt really challenging, you know, feel like giving up and like, how did you get past that? Yeah, quite a few times, actually. There was challenging times um, in school, sometimes with clients, felt like I was in over my head or, you know, I just didn't know how to quite um, problem solve situations. You know, I'm the master of delegating. I'll find someone real quick to go to and say, you know, I don't know the answer, but let me find someone that does. <laughs> Just to touch on a quick story. I remember the first day I went to, the, when I went to the airport to fly out, I kept thinking I was so scared. I was so excited to leave, but it didn't hit me until literally we were actually taking off on the tarmac and we were lifting off. And I first thing I thought was, the next time I land, I'm going to be in New York by myself. And I remember being, feeling so alone and so scared. And I didn't know what was going to happen, but there was something, I tell people this all the time, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew it had to be done. Mm -hmm. Just work through things. And, um, but looking back on it, um, what a great opportunity. Describe your style now and how it's progressed over the years. You know, it's a, when I first went to the show, I didn't know what type of designer I was going to be. I thought I knew, but looking back, I didn't know nothing. I was crazy. I was making anything. I would just make something that was cool and just put it on my rack. You know, I didn't even care. But looking back now, there's definitely been an aesthetic that has developed over time. And um, I love um, jersey fabric. Um, any type of knit. I predominantly make um, women's ready to wear. Slowly started getting into some men's pieces as well, like hoodies and sweatshirts and things of that nature. You know, really bring out new ideas and things like that with what I developed to add to. And do you have any other designers that maybe inspire you? You know, everything inspires me, you know, out in public, music, art. Um, I love nature. I love being out in the country areas. Um, I'm a huge fan of Gianni Versace. Uh, his work was incredible. I, it's, it's, it's touchless, you know, nobody can touch it. And I love Mason Margiela McQueen. Quite a few designers that I like, and I think their, their aesthetic is really beautiful.
Music is a huge part of what I do. I love all types of music. It just depends on my mood. That'll really guide on what I'm creating. Sometimes I listen to jazz, old school R&B, experimental music like Bjork, Tricky, and things of that nature. Yeah, music is a huge, huge inspiration of what I do. It changes the whole room for me. But, you know, doing what I do, I'm really happy, Nyanji, because it's given me so many opportunities to work with so many incredible people through traveling and um, meeting different people and being a part of different situations and um, events. And where do you see yourself in like five years? What are the goals that you hope to accomplish and the places that you want to go that maybe you haven't been yet? I definitely see myself... um, on a different platform as far as success-wise. I'm hoping the brand becomes more mainstream, gets more um, notoriety, you know what I'm saying? I think everybody strives for as their brands to be successful. Um, so I'm constantly building. I wanna thank you so much for joining me today and taking time so we can kind of pick your brain and really go into how you got started. And I'm sure we have a lot of listeners and viewers that have taken home some great information and. Um, hopefully inspires them to do what they love and bring themselves forward in that way as well. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me today.